brought the air horn. Jerry, Jerry, did you bring the air horn again? Jerry, Jerry was you crazy you? cat. Jerry, Jerry, we asked you to stop. Come Jerry. on, Jerry. No, seriously, stop. It's illegal. Stop. Jerry, this you is... have a problem. Jerry, get the get out. Jerry, get out, Jerry. You, no one knows you. No, uh, you don't know anyone here, Jerry. <laughs> no one knows you. No, I like that. <laughs> Jerry, no one knows you. We know your name, but no one knows. No you. one knows you, Jerry. <laughs> Welcome to ABCD. Jerry has been oh. taken care of. <laughs> oh, Jerry's been taken care of. Wow, Jerry was uh, was Wilhelmed. Um, hey, welcome to ABCD. As your host, allow me to introduce my co-host, a man whose bio data pages are always stuck together, Omar Najam. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And everyone may introduce you to the best man all the time. It's Sandy Paris. Ooh, always the best man. Always the best man, one time the grim. Uh, <laughs> look, so uh, I'm the host this week because I took it down last week. Um, Bollywood, uh, oh, sorry, Hollywood took down Bollywood. Bollywood no longer exists. Um, but Hollywood still exists. So Triple R still exists, technically. Still going strong. Uh, yeah, we just took out Bollywood. So this week, um, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, mm -hmm. We'll see who wins uh, host. It's like it's it's nice. You got it's just it's just nice being a host. There's so many more perks. Oh, the crafty in the host room is just out of this world. The one day, Omar, you'll see. You'll see. The one week I was host, I didn't get crafty. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, our show ABCD <laughs> is American-born chatty desis. It's a podcast within a live stream within our two lives as American-born desis. It's a pod ducking. Ladies and gentlemen, this is for anyone. This shows for anyone out there who, like us, are navigating our cultural identities and just want to chat it out. Yep, 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 yep. And we have a pseudo format to this whole thing—a podcast in three acts, if you will. We start with Act One, the Chakra Check-in, in which we hone in on topic that's currently affecting our alignments. Today, we are talking about intimacy and relationships in Daisy culture. Uh, what? Yeah. You're not supposed to talk about that in Daisy culture. That's. <laughs> that's messed yeah. up okay this is going to change uh culture as as we know it <laughs> it's uh, just gonna be a silent 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about your feelings okay and i'll turn my back <laughs> uh. act two we pit our american-born side against our daisy side in our death match debate this week we're going straight for the heart of this particular matter, traditional American weddings versus Desi weddings. Only one will survive. Oh, boy. Ooh. And then finally, Act 3, we nominate our Desi of the Week, and then blammo, podcast is over, and you can live the rest of your life feeling a little bit more matrimonious. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some sponsors. We'll talk about them real right quick. Uh, Desi Quest. <gasps> That's an actual play tabletop role-playing game set in a South South Asian mythological-inspired universe. It's It has a stellar cast. Our GM is Jasmine, that bronze girl bowler. The cast includes Critical Role darling Anjali Bimani, Dimension 20 darling Rekha Shankar, and me darling and Omar darling. We're the <laughs> darling family. So for more info on that and to get on our mailing list, hit up DesiQuest.com, D-E-S-I-Q-U-E-S-T.com. Or click the link in our show notes. And our next sponsor is you guys. 
<laughs> oh man well listen it's true it's true you truly are our sponsors we have patreons that keep help us keep the lights on uh i sing i sing your names in the credits uh at the, for those that are in the shout out level so please head over to patreon.com slash funny if you want to have your name sung by my uh tone deaf ass uh then uh that, that's it. Those are, those are the, that's the sponsors part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've covered that, shall we head over to our first section? Mm. It's time for the Chucker check-in. <gasps> oh. oh, yeah. Mm. There it is. So intimacy in Daisy culture. A slightly paradoxical statement <laughs> at times. At times. It's getting better, at times, right? At times. At times. Relationships. Intimacy. Uh, honesty, uh, yeah. uh, you know, what do you, uh, before we get into the specific charcoal, let me ask you, what, what are your, coming from a Daisy background, Yeah, how does that affect your sense of intimacy and relationships? Uh, I think it took me a long time to, cause like, I think, you know, it's not something very much talked about in like outwardly, right? Mm-hmm, we don't mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. talk about. Like, I don't know if you had the sex talk with your parents, but like, I did not, I had two older brothers luckily and they gave me, I, I remember literally my my older brother, he's 12 years older than me. And he just like pulled out his biology textbook and was like, all right, all right, kiddo, uh, you're in second grade. It's time for you to learn about the birds and the bees. Um, and that was my like version of the sex talk with this, was with my older brother, which I think in some ways is probably the best. Like my parents just never, it just never, uh, we never really addressed it directly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so you know it's just not something that you really discuss like how i i, ne- I could never have the conversation about like dating you know like what's you know, I, I couldn't like bring up like you know my feelings on the difficulties of dating or how one should date or what <laughs> like <laughs> like what kind of like be, it's also like such different worlds right like come from a world of like arranged marriages and um it's just like a different universe than like the dating scene in Goffstown, New Hampshire. <laughs> so there isn't really a conversation that was had at all. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, so like then going into my actual dating life and stuff like that, um, it was just, you gotta figure this shit out as you go. I mean, you just gotta, you know, ro- roll with the punches and, uh, Roll with the donkey punches, and I'm just kidding. Terrible, <laughs> terrible joke. Uh, I didn't know the first thing, and uh, mostly just adapted to what <laughs> I think. Uh, what what I think I was getting uh, in the comment section, um, <laughs> you know, in real time. I don't know. How was it for you, man? They we. It's it's interesting. I remember my dad attempting to have a talk at one point. And his fear scared the living hell out of me. And it was the fear of the conversation that he was experiencing. But for me, I thought that's what he was saying, where he's like, look, when when two people love each other. Yeah. Oh, God. And I was like, well, in that case, I don't want to fall in love. (laughs) I was like, whatever you're about to say sounds terrible. You see, how old were you when this happened? This was I was young. This was like I was in elementary school. Like and are you the like oldest a, sibling? Remind me. Are I you am the oldest. I am the oldest. Okay. So yeah, he. This was his first time, also potentially delivering this talk. Yeah, delivering this yeah. bad news. <laughs> 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 he experienced it. Yeah. 
and so uh and so we it wasn't really a conversation with the family because that kind of set the precedent for that um but you know i think as i grew up the uh the thing that i because m- most of my daisy culture uh comes from my parents like that's how i experienced it like i'll visit mm-hmm. my family in chicago uh and my family in india but you know growing up it was mostly my parents and the thing that was the most blocked, I think, was for me the the throat chakra, uh, communication. I yeah. feel like. Oh yeah, let's both just go ahead and jump in on the throat chakra. On yeah, that. let's just go. <laughs> Sorry, I just I like to think of a stupid sexual joke. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's both dive into the deep throat chakra <laughs> on this one. We are now kicked out of every like new age. <laughs> store <laughs> uh, we started the whole podcast with a taint chakra so whatever man <laughs> um yeah i think that that was the thing that i realized i need to work on the most as an adult is just yeah. trusting that honesty trusting that communication sharing sort of like just sharing if that makes sense like with your partner you mean like 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 communicating about what intimacy means for the two of you kind of thing yeah yeah or yeah. i mean honestly like even pulling back let's use like lowercase r relationships just like with people hmm. in general instead of being like i'm upset so i gotta figure out a way around this thing of just being like "Ooh, i'm in a bad mood today and just communicating that i feel mm-hmm. like i didn't pick up from um, like any desi culture that i absorbed i didn't pick that up and i think a lot of it was also a ton of it was Bollywood movies or which now don't exist. So these movies that never existed, um, yeah. that like a lot of it was like, you, you're not honest cause it creates drama. Like if there's a misunderstanding, it'll get solved later after someone goes and starts a job in New York and the other person has to fly there and make a big scene. Yeah. I inappropriately absorbed a lot of that. So I thought that's what adult life was like, where if I wanted to like have right. a relationship, there had to be a lot of torment. <laughs> Yeah, at some like point chasing... you had to you had to like yeah break into an uh, an airport exactly and get, on, get on the tarmac and chase down the airplane chase down the airplane or their dad was style. like the mob boss and I had to call the cell phone to prove that you know their dad was a mob boss or something like that and my my twin brother was dead you know stuff like that yeah uh, that makes sense so... <laughs> who are you dating <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that that's you know, it's it just always is so interesting to me how like kind of there is this repress, you know, and it's like the common sort of stereotype of the Desi kind of experience to be like, oh, you, you know, there's like this sexual repression or this like inability to really have like an honest conversation about that stuff mm-hmm. but then also we're the culture of like um, the kama sutra you know like yeah and you're like 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 i i mean i never had a talk of with my parents about like pornography or mm-hmm. in any way shape or form you know um and as a parent now i can't imagine not having a conversation about pornography with my with my son considering right. how insanely prevalent and uh your ability to access you know is so easy now as yeah. compared to when i was a kid when it was like you had to find whatever dirty magazines stop. yeah like <laughs> yeah exactly um and like so I, I just like it's just funny to me that like yeah well, we never talk about pornography and yet there's like ancient statues in india of like the kama sutra you know like yeah and it was like that's so interesting that it's it's at once this sort of like home for uh tantric 
sex and you know Kama Sutra and like all this stuff about like this like almost like sexual philosophy it sounds like yeah and then it's totally a, a t- absolutely taboo topic yeah in the household oh no no we don't talk about that yeah 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 I think that all ties in with the throat chakra because it's like you uh let, let's have those conversations Let's open that up a little bit. Let's have a little bit of communication. Let's go ahead and turn that around. I feel like there's a lot of stuff of like, but like oh, for the next generation, right? Like I don't have to have the sex talk with my parents now, do I? Because like I don't, <laughs> I, I don't think I want to have that talk with them. I have. I did think that that would be a really funny like TikTok challenge. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like the person right, talking like your thirties yeah, and forties. Yes, yeah. Daisy TikTok challenge. Have have the sex talk with your parents now. <laughs> It would be like for really for Gory's, it was like when everyone was doing that thing and just like, oh my gosh, the the uh, uh, Donald Trump dead at eighty nine or whatever. Like, uh-huh. and then it would like getting people's reactions. Ours would be like, hey dad, do you want to do you want to talk about um, uh, uh, healthy relationships? And him be like, yeah. no, shut it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut it down. Dad, how do babies get made? <laughs> uh- <laughs> oh man. Yeah, well, I mean, I would love. To, were your parents arranged? Love marriage? No, How my did parents they... arranged their own marriage in Las Vegas, Nevada. That's the kind okay. of people they are. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. My parents just like uh, were out here, and we're just like, ah, let's do it. There's an Elvis impersonator. They, your parents were born here in, no, in the U.S. No, or they, my mom is from Delhi. No, no, my dad's from in... Pakistan. All of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then they they immigrated to this country found each other they met in and england. then arranged their own marriage yeah oh, they met in england. and then they, right. uh, england. while they yes. were out visiting yes. here they're like oh we should get married here and then they're like we'll go back to england and do another ceremony but yeah yeah. yeah and you know your dad's mm-hmm. muslim mom yeah. was raised hindu yep. right so was that like super scandalous amongst their the families uh, it, or is everyone chill they well their families never really met is the thing so like okay this is also like i don't come from like we don't have uh uh we don't all get together at a summer camp with all matching shirts <laughs> do you know Got what i mean it. i'm just like yeah. oh here comes like a... the 70 chowderies uh so uh yeah. so it's an interesting thing yeah it's uh it was so were they like that... were they like black sheepish both in their families kind of thing and kind then they... of yeah got it yeah got it um, what, like, I guess what was your perspective on the whole arrangement? Did they give much of that? Like, like, do they try to, did they try to ever set you up or, I mean, like what, what was there? Like, I'm trying to think if I'll get in trouble for saying the, this one time I'll share it just because it's ABCD, but don't, don't tell my mom I said this. Yeah, nobody one time tell, I asked my mom, anybody, I was hey, like, nobody tell my, anybody this. <laughs> as a teenager, I asked my mom point blank. I was like, do you want me to marry an Indian woman? And I remember my mom was just doing laundry. And without turning to me to even address the weight of what she said, she just went, I'd prefer if you didn't. <laughs> and just <laughs> kept going. Wow. Just kept going. Whoa, and never that's elaborated. A lot. Just kept going. Gosh, that's a lot to unpack in therapy. <laughs> Holy cow. That's so. Did you get any sense of why? Never. Never. And but then she, when I asked her about like it, she insisted that, like that conversation never happened. Oh, okay. And and then she'll say what I was doing at that time. I was like, well, remember when I asked you this? She was like, I think you were at uh, Raging Waters. And I was like, well, you don't even know what I'm referring to. Yeah. Like, it's instantly defensive. 
So wait, she remembers where you asked it, but then not the the she, then claims she remembers that, you didn't that it didn't happen because I was somewhere else at the time oh, where oh, nothing I happened. <laughs> <laughs> She's created an alibi for for the conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's insane. That's amazing. Um Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. I just remember like from, I don't know. Uh, did you, well, what, like, so I guess do you, are you close to aunts and uncles? Do they have lots of arranged marriages in your, uh, in your I, world? I believe in my family, we do a handful of arranged marriages and they're still happily together. Everyone yeah. seems, uh, uh, very healthy and happy relationships. And the, it seems to be the key of that is a lot of, uh, communication and yeah. kind of like setting, uh, uh, like understandings from the get go. Of just being like, this is what I want. This is what you want. This is what we're interested in. These are our combined goals. These are our individual goals. Stuff yeah. like that. There is like, it's like, I used to be really kind of, or I feel like a lot of people felt this way, but it was like that there was almost like, oh, an arranged marriage is like, maybe bad thing's the wrong word, but like, right. it felt like it was like, ooh, that's like, ugh. Like, why mm -hmm. would you do that kind of a thing? Um, or like, oh, that seems like old, so old, old school, traditional, not like, not modern. Yeah. Um, and like love marriage is like, no, this is like freedom of choice and arranged marriage is not. But I look at it very differently now. Now that I've seen a lot of arranged marriages really work mm -hmm. well, what I realize is more what's happening and now that like Indian matchmakers like out in the world and people kind of see like what what it's about more, it's like less like oh these two people who to totally don't know each other at, at all yeah. are forced to marry or like oh it was chosen when they were six and they have no choice like it's not really that as much. I mean maybe there there is I'm sure yeah. there is still some of that in places and they, and that's problematic, but like the more common arranged marriage right is like um, people who have like you know, their parents get involved. They're, they're very much a part of the discussion of who they should, who, who, you know, it's like you almost want their approval, but like the actual bride and groom or hopefully someday groom and groom, bride and bride, you mm -hmm. know, well, uh, if uh, hopefully in the sense that I hope, I hope, you know, Indian matchmaking progresses to that, that'd be amazing. But like that they actually are part of the conversation, like they have to approve of it as well. It's not like, yeah the parents get to override all their decisions. It's like, it's more of a way for people to like have more boxes checked and ticked before yeah. they begin like kind of an accelerated dating process to get to marriage. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in some ways I'm like, huh, hmm. I wonder how that would have worked out. <laughs> I, especially when like stuff with my wife and I are like, <laughs> A little, you know, a little rough going, and I'm like, ah, huh, that arranged marriage. I got called that Indian matchmaker lady. Uh, <laughs> well, let me ask you this really quick before I close up this segment. Did your parents, when you were getting married, did your parents give you any advice that you felt like uh, unlocked something within you that that uh, got one of your chakra wheels spinning? Um, I think it was just like you know the commitment was, um. Like, let's see, what piece of advice did they say? They they, they just kind of said like that it's 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 not always going to be easy, and you um, it is a, like like honoring the commitment does really matter because there are going to be moments where you feel like you you need to hit like an escape hatch button or something like that, and like uh like working through that, talking through that finding you know common ground finding ways to communicate finding ways to um 
you know, uh, humble yourself, <laughs> I think uh, is going to really, in the end, in the long run, is going to make for a successful relationship. So I think that's, I don't know if they said it in those words, really. They probably didn't. <laughs> but I feel like that was, the, that was always the sort of like what I got from there, like what I got from their modeling of their relationship. Yeah. Work through it together. Yeah. And I mean, you know, they bicker a, 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 a shit ton without a doubt. But like there was never this sense, never in my house did I ever feel like, oh, man, this might all fall apart. And it always felt like it was a stable situation, yeah. you know, even if they were screaming at each other or or like like going back and forth like i never really felt like it was ever going to fall apart so i feel like that that foundation always felt secure and then at that so so once like with that foundation like you know that that's where a family can kind of thrive off of yeah yeah i like that yeah hilarious right okay um Uh, do you, do you, I would love to talk about like your, I mean, if we, if we feel like we have time, I would love to talk about, because you are, you are ace, you're asexual yeah. yep. Yep. and I'm curious about like, like, is that a conversation amongst you and your parents? Did you come out as ace to them? Is that a, you know, like how, how did that you know all what? work within yeah, your we totally have familial time structure? Cause yeah. it's a quick, it's a quick little thing. It was like something where when I started to realize it about myself, I had probably a difficult, a really difficult week. Because uh, this was, you know, years ago, but like also I was like, ooh, men in the United States of America, uh, in American culture, are defined in such a specific way. The way that like marketing is aimed at us, the way that like it's like men do this and think this, it made me feel very otherized because I was like, oh, the Axe commercials don't work on me because like this isn't a thing I desire or want. Like I don't want this attention. I biologically can't understand this in certain ways. Um, aside from just like my ego <laughs> of people being like, you're attractive. I'm like, thanks. That's it. That's all I wanted. I can't <laughs> give you anything back. <laughs> I just want, I'm going to take that praise and leave you. Yeah. Um, which is very unhealthy and not something I seek out. Uh, but I, uh, it, it was a very difficult week. There was one week where I was like, Oh, I got to talk to the therapist. And then it was a slightly difficult month. And after that, I just kind of felt like myself for the first time. Hmm. And it was huge. It was great. And ever since, I've had nothing but lovely and beautiful experiences. Um, how, if I if I ask, how yeah. old were you in this realization? I want to say twenty nine. Okay, like pretty late in life. Wow. Pretty late yeah. in life. Like I'm done. Like you know this. Well, I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, I. And again, I'm not. It's like I feel like this is a recent sort of thing. Like like a, a labeling that is feels pretty recent for people to really own this. I mean. Or unless there is a, a longer history that was more, you know, on the on the down low that I didn't know about. But like the big ripple moment that... for me was an episode of BoJack Horseman. That's how recent it is. Yeah. Like, a, a character in BoJack Horseman was like, I think I'm ace. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a character in BoJack Horseman. <laughs> this is this is interesting. Uh, yeah, wow. So then I, um, so then anyhow, uh, my youngest sibling uh, came out as non-binary to my mom, and I was home for that, 
and uh, they were talking to my mom about it, and it was a sort of like big conversation. My mom was confused and was yeah. kind of talking, and then I was there, and I didn't intend to be there for that conversation. I mean, I'm happy to be there for my sibling yeah. for everything, but I didn't realize it was going to happen. Like we had just finished like having like Hulva or something like that, and so it was yeah. like this huge conversations happening, and I was like, oh. And then I said something. I forget what it was. My mom was like, well, what do you know? You're not even queer. And I went, well, actually, I'm ace. So I went, what? And I was just like, like I'm asexual. And I was like, no, you're not. And then moved on. And the batting away uh, of, yeah. of the coming out was wow. the ice. I cracked up so hard because I was like, I did not expect that. Like everything I've seen on television, uh, it's all been more of just like, I need to sit you all down. I need to do this. I never expected yeah. it to just be a, a just tennis be... serve right back to my court. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, anyway, you know, seven love. And I'm like, oh, what? okay. Wow. Or just so. like a hitting of the tennis ball out of the court. Just like, now we're not talking about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did she even understand like what that was? Like, I feel like if I said that to my parents, they wouldn't even understand what the phrasing meant. No, I don't think it was until later I sat down with her and I explained. And then my mom, and this is <laughs> this is sharing so much, but then my mom went, so does that mean I'm not going to have any grandkids? And I laughed and I went, I don't think you ever were going to. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> and that probably wasn't a very nice thing considering the first question she asked. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, in this economy, I, I don't think I can. <laughs> I'm a writer's assistant. Maybe if I get staffed, I could even consider that. But no. Oh, there's uh, time for growth in that regard. Um, I mean, career-wise. <laughs> not threatening you to have... I'm not saying you should have children. By no means will I ever, ever pressure anyone to have children after having a child myself. <laughs> I think that is a, the most sadistic thing when people are like, you should have three kids. And you're like, what? Um, but you look like your eyes are bleeding. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why are you giving me this advice? I did have a um, friend while holding children say don't have kids. And I really took that to heart. <laughs> I yeah. really, really took that to heart. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Um, so how are they with it now? How do they, how have they sat with them? Um, with it now are they are you guys in a good place they are so much more preoccupied with little uh like things they pick up on uh yeah they're like they're the grandparents from hey arnold is the best way i can describe my parents now okay so i will be like hey i want to share something very personal with you and then my mom will be like okay we saw this YouTube about this thing called overlanding where you get a Jeep and you just drive in a direction. And I'm like, okay, well, that's as far as that conversation went. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So just avoidance mostly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're back to basics. They're back to basics. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, that's tough. Um, or it, I don't know. Maybe it's not tough. Maybe it's, I, it, I, it sounds, it, uh, at least I find that to be tough <laughs> yeah. in my, in my, in my familial relationships. It's tough. Um, you know, we're, I, I don't know that there's like, a uh, an easy, like trucker to, to realign or clear in this one, other than just to say, I bet there are more of us out there that have the <laughs> same, uh, you know, difficulties with communicating about our relationships and our intimacy with our families. And I'm curious for those of you out there, like, uh, you know, please jump on our discord, um, and, and tell your stories that that's been the cool thing about this yeah. whole pod, honestly, is that 
people are having, we're starting to see reactions to um, their own takes on, you know, their relationship with Bollywood or st stuff like that. So that's been really, that's been really cool. So jump into our discord and please uh, join us on this, in this discussion. Cause I think the best thing that, that comes out of all this is, is, Hey, uh, I don't know if we have a solution to any of this, but um, <laughs> we're, we're all doing it together and community yep. can be in and of itself a solution, I think. Yep hilarious episode you guys <laughs> just the just the comedy just can't you know be contained um but hey no thank you for sharing all that i really think that's um thank you for asking thank you for listening uh i think that's you know helpful it's helpful if, to share the, this if the tiktok trend of asking parents where babies come from as an adult kicks off yeah. i'll feel like we did something good yeah i'm my parents are in town. Like the reason why there's a bed in the background because we've turned my my room into guest guest mode. My parents are in town. I mean, I could just do. I could just start it. <laughs> I could just start it. Oh man, it's funny. Like, it's funny the like the feelings even right now of being like I'm I'm like I feel a little hot in my chest. I'm like a little like like even the idea of it starts to make me feel kind of uncomfortably warm in yeah. my body, and I'm like. Who can, like why though like my parents it's like it's not like even if we did it and it was awkward and terrible my parents would immediately wouldn't care and like yeah. would immediately go back to just being my parents there would be no <laughs> you know what I mean yeah like but it's still there's this like it still feels you still, still it feels feel it. heavy it feels yeah. like you can't have these conversations and I'm like dude they're turning eighty like this is like this is your chance to to do any of this kind of to stuff. To get them trending on TikTok. <laughs> to get them trending on fucking TikTok. This is what I, you know, this is what they need. <laughs> uh, all right. I think now it's time for American Born versus Daisy. All right. This is the segment where we pick two related subjects. One uh, with the American bent, the other with the South Asian bent. We pit them in a debate death match. This week, it's the traditional American wedding versus yep. the traditional Desi wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, there you go. you're going to see who goes first. Now, the thing is, we're well, going to roll. Don't, don't I need to say this part? Yes. We're taking a side. Let me say this part real quick. Uh, Omar and I are going to take a side. We're going to spit serious truth bombs, and then you guys in the live audience are going to vote. The stakes are legit. The winner reigns rain supreme and gets to become next week's host, while the loser gets relegated to lowly lame co-host, and their subject is wiped off the face of the earth. Oh now, let's roll to see who goes first. Odds, I go first. Evens, Omar. Here we go. Five. <gasps> That's you. That's you. All right. Omar. Time starts now. Omar, mm -hmm, Indian mm -hmm. weddings are so superior to American weddings, we should divorce American weddings. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to start right off the top because mm -hmm. I, I, I know where you're going to go. I okay. know the obvious complaint, okay. the wah fucking wah uh -huh. of they're so long. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're so damn long. Mm -hmm. Oh, baby, you don't want an excuse for a week-long celebration? I want I want to go back to working myself to death for corporate America. I love being in captivity. I don't want to have fun with family and friends for a week. Wah fucking wah. Um, and I'll just say this. 
The ceremony is incredibly long, all right? It is four to six hours long or whatever. But unlike an American wedding, you don't have to pay attention to the ceremony. That's the beauty. There's food, there's mango lussies, and at least six uncles with flasks of whiskey that you can partake in throughout this ceremony. You can talk, play with kids. The only people it actually sucks for is the bride and the groom, and who gives a shit about them? Omar? Wow. Compelling argument, compelling argument, compelling argument. Uh, you know, I don't work for corporate America. I, uh, I work for myself. Uh, I create art. I tell stories. I like to inspire. And uh, I got to be honest, we just don't have the time as a nation. That's right. The reason American weddings are superior to Indian weddings is because they move at a clip. That's right. You, you drive in. You get there. There's a fun wedding band. There's some horrible speeches, unless, of course, you're Sandeep, in which case your speech is so good that world-famous <laughs> musicians have to come back and compliment you and invite you to concerts afterwards. <laughs> a little bit of cutting the cake. You do a little dance. And let me, let me quickly pause on this dance thing. You don't have to memorize dances. Because, Sandeep, you're saying, yeah, it's just a week long. It's not. It's not. You and I have been part of Daisy Weddings before. You know it's not. It's months of preparation. It's months and months of preparation. The least involved person has to dedicate three months out of the year to learning moves, to watching the movies that are going to be referenced, to going uh, out of state to a town to go get your clothes fitted because you're going to need 70 outfits. No, no, no. American traditional wedding, you put on the one suit, you get in, you say hi, you wish everyone well, you're out. Happy wedding. No pressure. You're in. You're there. Vote American. Th- that sauce was so weak, it doesn't even belong in the buffet line. Uh, they, <laughs> listen, our, like, Indian weddings are like room escapes. There are games embedded throughout the ceremony, literally. And you can come out with cold, hard cash. Okay, strong recommend to go to a Punjabi wedding, not a Gujarati one. But (laughs) as a Gujarati, I say this. But Indian weddings are like going to a casino. You steal the right shoe, you can pay for your whole trip. All right, like people are just throwing cash around. Um, You get to decorate yourself. All right, it's like Mendy night. Yes, it's one of the 12 nights of an Indian wedding, but you get to get henna tattoos. And sure, you're either going to be tattooed by an older auntie who might slip some swastikas into the design or or a 10-year-old who might accidentally make the flowers look phallic, but you can compete with the bride, all right? Get super dolled up. And then the best part for me as mm-hmm. the groom, mm-hmm. the parade, okay? The barat, the barat. If you're on the groom side, you get to dance your ass off before the wedding. We get the Prince Ali Fabulous He parade going on. Omar, traditionally people in this parade, they'll ride in on horses and elephants, Uh uh but you can actually ride in on whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I came in on a DeLorean, dude. Check that out. That was my wedding. It had a second line of horns playing the Back to the Future theme song. Why? Because I wanted to to do it. You can't do this stuff at an American wedding. Where they're going, they need roads, if you know what I mean. They're boring. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm glad that you referenced an American movie for the wedding that you're yeah, referencing so? here. Because last so? week you fought so vehemently 
for Hollywood, Sandeep. And I want to remind you, if you get rid of American Weddings, let me tell you what you get rid of. You get rid of The Wedding Singer, The Wedding Planner, Wedding Crashers, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Runaway Bride, The Graduate, The Corpse Bride, The Proposal, The American Parts of Crazy Rich Asians, The Meg, Jaws, Citizen Kane, Batman, all the Batman movies, Criterion, the entire collection. You get rid of American Weddings, you get rid of American Wedding content. Do you really want to do that? Bollywood's already gone. We can sacrifice it. You and your slippery slope arguments, they're such trash. I'm saying you can keep Hollywood because I already won that shit. Uh, We're taking taking out American weddings, though. We don't need them. They're so colorless, dude. Get out of here with your boring-ass suit. But, you know, all the... Oh, but all the groomsmen have matching fuchsia ties. Oh, my God, I fell asleep while I was talking. That's so pedestrian. You can get decked out at an Indian wedding. You can be a walking assault to the senses and people love it <laughs> all right people show up to an indian wedding just to induce acid flashbacks and that's the other beauty omar anyone can show up to an indian wedding <laughs> like it's easily the easiest type of wedding to crash you can you because like here's the deal you have to invite a thousand people to the wedding and the bride and groom groom will actually know like 30 or 40 of them therefore if you out there see an indian wedding you can absolutely just roll up on it and start dancing along and no one will even know and even if they find out, they won't care. Okay? <laughs> Everyone's invited, man. Everyone's invited. What's going on at your, uh, at, at your boring-ass, you know, tiny church where it's like 17 people? Well, 17 people and, and, uh, and the, the polytheistic gods. Thank you. Um, uh, everyone is invited to an Indian wedding, but not everyone can have an Indian wedding. That's right. You cannot have a same-sex marriage in India. That is, uh, there is a hearing on March 13th, but in 2020, the vote to extend the definition of marriage to same-sex couples was shot down. For this point and this point only, I would ask all of you voting, vote for American weddings. In India, we cannot have everyone celebrate their love. And that to me is damning. We are not free until all of us are free to get married. I'm with you on that, except that in America, you could have an Indian gay marriage and a, a gay wedding. There's no there's no reason you couldn't do it. There's no reason you couldn't do it. And I'm hoping against hope that I get to go to one very soon. Um, and look, look. Uh, so, yes. And, and they are voting that on, on March 13th. And I hope it goes. I hope it goes the way of uh, love is love. Um I'm, I'm just going to talk about the receptions, okay, mm-hmm. of an of – because, like, can we just you, – you brought up the, uh, the terrible, you know, groomsman speech or the best man speech where you find out that he hooked up with the, the bride once. Uh, no, one, no one's here for that. At our Indian receptions, okay, mm-hmm. it's basically an episode of Indian America's Got Talent. <laughs> All right. It's a veritable <laughs> show where it turns out, oh, the nerdy, mostly mute 12-year-old cousin Ketan is a contortionist <laughs> who can also play tabla. And oh, wow, Pushpa Auntie does Bharatnatyam infused with pop and lock. Like, holy shit. Th- it's, this stuff should be $300 a ticket. But you get to go drink for free and flirt with someone who may be a cousin that you've never met. It just doesn't get any better. Let me ask you this as a closing question. And I do have to point out, time is over, so we are at closing arguments. Okay, closing Closing argument, closing argument. My closing argument will be a question. Um, Sandy, what wedding did you have? What type of wedding did you have? It was was a fusion. (laughs) Fusion. And listen, 
I'd prefer I, if I had to cut one part of that fusion out, it would be <laughs> the American <laughs> part. But we had some Indian elements, and we had some. And listen, we cut down. We 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 did some editing. It was a it was a thirty minute ceremony. <laughs> but we we walked around the fire four times. Uh huh. Some dances. Mm-hmm. We had the barat. Mm-hmm. We had the best parts of it. We did the highlight reel versions of it. Oh, you got personal. Is that is that your closing <laughs> argument? That's it. That's it. This is the question. Yep. All right. I'm gonna close with. Weddings are, are about celebrating love mm-hmm. and cementing a commitment to each other. And you never love someone more and feel more committed to them until you endure something incredibly wild. <laughs> Brothers and sisters from other misters are made in war, <laughs> in grinding out victory against impossible odds. And if you can survive the madness of an Indian wedding intact, you are clearly meant for each other. <laughs> if you can endure the, all the ceremonies, the turmeric slapped in your face, the nose pinches, the nani fracturing your toe by shattering a coconut at your feet, you belong together. And not till death do you part. No, that's an American thing. We believe in reincarnation. So you'll do, be doing this again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> Vote Indian wedding. Uh, how you feeling? I'm feeling confident. Yeah? I'm feeling confident. Yeah? Uh, uh, I'm this seeing wedding's chat. The marriage more fun. Equality, the marriage equality argument almost swayed me, but the Indian, Indian weddings are epic. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you, can't, you know, yeah. you can still... We, th- there's time for us to evolve, you know? Um, when we got to we got to evolve. Oh, I cannot wait to go to an Indian gay wedding. I, I feel like that's going to be the, the coolest thing ever. That um, kind of caps out culture, right? Like, I don't think it gets more fun than that. <laughs> then mm-hmm. like, there's, that's the Avengers end game of weddings where you're just like, well, <laughs> a thousand percent, a thousand percent. How's the voting looking, Delvin? Uh, we at? are short on time. There's a little bit of time to get votes in. Desi is Ooh. winning, but just by a small amount. Oh, wow. 58% it really is just by Desi's a small winning amount. Right now. Oh, wow. Okay. Come on. You all want those terrible best man speeches. I'm talking the really bad ones. The really bad ones where the guy gets up and goes, I wish I had what you have. I wish I had what you have. <laughs> Do they want the, like, way too intimate father-daughter dances? Yes. <laughs> is that what they yes. want? No, to Harry Styles, I still get jealous. <laughs> we want the awkward, you know, Indian uncle with his, you know, <laughs> with his daughter, and they're like, ah, dancing around and not, you know, doing some bhangra, some terrible bhangra, and he blows out his hip. Like that's the, that's what we want. <laughs> well, apparently you get what you get it, Sandeep. Congratulations. Yeah, Desi, Desi has won this, fifty nine percent. Desi wow. is what we are retaining. Wow. 41% close. of support wow. the American wedding. All right. Well, we're going to find out from chat in the after show, like why they voted the way they voted, yep. what arguments really compelled them. And maybe for some of you, like what was your relationship to uh, Indian and American weddings yourselves? Did you have yeah. an Indian wedding? Did you have an American one? I'd love to hear about that stuff. And if you have a strong argument to make for or against, we'd love to hear it in our Discord. So please jump on in there. All right. Should we move I'm on to our last segment yet again? Here? <laughs> I can't I, believe now, it. You know, I can't believe it. Well, the show's not over yet, so don't get too ahead of yourself okay. here, Sandeep, All because right. it's time for our Daisy of the Week. 
Uh, yeah. This week, our Daisies of the Week are... Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Shil Manat and Amruta uh, Godbole. So, okay. <laughs> this is, I think, the this raddest is, yeah. Daisy of the Week nomination we've ever had. I'm psyched about this one. Um, so these are lifelong Taco Bell fans. I don't know if you guys know this about, like, you know, Desi Americans in general, but, like, Taco Bell was, like, our – it was our jam. It was, like, yeah. our place to go. For, for At least for my family, because we were um, we were vegetarian – I was vegetarian growing up and my uh-huh, parents uh-huh. were still vegetarian. It was the only fast food place you could, you could go to where you could get everything on the menu mm-hmm. because you can replace the meat with the beans. Yep. And so it felt like, like you couldn't do that at McDonald's. You know, you can have like two things at McDonald's, the pie and some fries, you know, yep. like there was nothing. So like, I think <laughs> somehow in our, like culturally we just, and I think it was all the hot sauce that you could steal yeah. um, for free yeah, that, that we just, us. there was like a big, you know, Indian love for Taco Bell. So these are lifelong Taco Bell fans, Sheil, Sheil and Amruta. Uh, and they will say, I do in, on February 24th, which I guess already happened, <laughs> with an out of this re- uh, realm wedding celebration in Decentraland. So this is happening in the metaverse. That's right. That's right. And if you're like, well, why, do you, why are you talking about Taco Bell so much? It's because they're getting Taco Bell married. Yeah. 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 They're being yeah, yeah, sponsored, yeah, 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 yeah. right? It's by sponsored yep. by Taco Bell. There were over 300 couples who applied to win the Taco Bell uh, metaverse wedding of their dreams. Um, and Sheil, a co-founder of Better Tomorrow Ventures, uh, and Amrita, a lawyer at Instagram, embody what it means to live uh, and love Moss. <laughs> I love that. That's such oh, that's such like a corporate tech. They really embody what it means to love Moss. <laughs> so gross. I, I could just hear the the like freaking executive pitching that. Yeah, can you give you want to uh, give us your pitch right now? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh guys, I got it. Uh-huh. I got it. Uh-huh. Listen up, everybody. Everybody's looking to live Moss, right? Like that's our slogan. That is. But what about loving Moss? All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, we've already educated the world on what mas means. It's really hard for anybody to know at any Spanish words are. And we've, took, we've taken the time. We've done the groundwork. Everybody knows what mas means. We do that foundation. And that's right. And everybody loves love. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you with me so far? Okay. So what if we run a competition uh-huh. where people can love mas? Who's with me? Do I get a promotion? All right. That's lunch, people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now there terrible. is one huge element of this that we have not mentioned. It's who's officiating the wedding. That's yeah, right, none other than legendary Daisy himself, Cal Penn, the actor, the author, the academic lecturer, and former White House staff member from the Barack Obama administration. Oh man, Cal Penn himself, uh, who just had a book come out a couple months ago, will be officiating this wedding or has officiated this wedding. I don't think there's a more blessed occasion than this. Vegetarian Taco Bell, Metaverse, Cal Penn. Cal Penn. I mean, really, I mean, who wouldn't want Harold uh, with the munchies? Like, I feel like that's the betrayal is that <laughs> I wonder how White Castle feels about this. <laughs> they should have held on to their boy. <laughs> they should have right. held on to their you boy. Step up, White Castle. At the end of the day, it's just, yeah. You can't and have, it's not. You and can't. it's not about him. It's not about yeah, him. No, no, it's not. It's not. Uh, That's why he's uh, yeah. not the Daisy of the week. Exactly. Cal Penn is not the Daisy of the week. 
the happy couple is. Yes, you it's know, Sheila and Amrita. We started uh, we started this show talking about uh, these sort of uh, issues we have with intimacy and relationships because of the previous generations. Yeah. I think this is a great way to cap off the episode because this is truly a Daisy romance of the future. It's in the metaverse. It really, Calvin is officiating it, really it, and it's Taco Bell. <laughs> oh man, I can't. I can only imagine. Uh, the the nine days that they're gonna have to spend in the metaverse together uh <laughs> celebrating this <laughs> is gonna be something <laughs> all right well that that's our show uh everyone as always if you want to actually see our faces uh there's a there's a vod uh, on our youtube and there's all sorts of other ways that you can actually hang out with us uh those are all in the show notes please pl oh this is the big thing that i need to plug we need rates and comments and reviews apparently apparently yes. that's the thing that gets you up the apple podcast charts so if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, then please drop us that review um and a five star please give us five star five star please um we we love it uh and if you have comments suggestions we love to hear them join mm -hmm. our discord or email us at abcdpodcastshow at gmail.com uh this is gonna be our last episode uh for a couple weeks because we're gonna go dark while we shoot daisy quest together yep. that's which is again one of our sponsors go to daisy quest i went for the audience's ravenous applause here jerry has actually broken jerry, back into the building to celebrate jerry, daisy quest jerry, jerry. I thought he was thrown into the pit of despair. What happened? I heard him. <laughs> he crawled out. He heard about DesiQuest. Okay. All right. Well, go to DesiQuest.com. Find right, out Jerry. all about it. Uh, Jerry, you're, you're, yeah, you can stay, right. Jerry. We love you, Jerry. All right. We know Jerry. We know Jerry. We know Jerry. <laughs> Uh, and yes, we will. We will miss you guys, Death Queens in chat. We will miss you for the next couple weeks as we shoot this. But we're very excited. Um, and uh, as always, as always, uh, mm -hmm. Omar has to riff while I go get a, my guitar. Folks, we've got one last sponsor to thank, and that is you, the folks over at Patreon. And there's only one way to properly thank you, and that's with a beautiful serenade. <clears throat> Please oh, take it away, Sandeep. Beautiful is definitely the word I'd describe <laughs> this serenade. Me, 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 me. The last people I'd like to thank are the Patreons who put money into our bank, which include Joshua Ryan, Tall BM, Carlo, Wuzak, Benjamin Lowe, Brendan Pace, Hunter P. Brown, Legion247. Damn it, I have to scroll again. Miranda Hollinger, Vaden, and Michael Longa. This show is produced by Diggle and Now. The show's technical director and sound designer is Delvin Neville. The show's executive producers are Sandy Parikh and Anand Shah. This has been an effing funny production. <gasps> yes, yes, it has. Oh, on behalf of our. Uh, co-host omar najam oh i've been host and will be for another week when we come back sunday parik uh may your chakras be aligned and smothered in chutney thanks for listening <laughs>